Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. America, the mothership has connected. Welcome aboard. It's the four-hour black hole block party. DA with you from the CBS Sports Radio Studios in New York City. Broadcasting to affiliates nationwide and north of the border. Anchorage to Atlanta, Tacoma to Tuscaloosa, Kalamazoo, and Waterloo are on the air. Hey, listening, D.A., everything we saying, D.A., everything. How we doing, everybody? Remember me? It's glad. I'm glad to be back. It's good to be back. We've got a good show lined up for you this morning. Coming up, we continue with the sounds of Saturday, the final week of our college football countdown. This morning, we look inside the Ohio State Buckeyes with legendary voice Paul Keels, one of the great literal voices in college football. But the Buckeyes going to be one of the best teams likely again in college football. We have made it to the final five days and the big boys, the big stories, the national championship contenders, Buckeyes on the docket today coming up hour number four. Elsewhere this morning in 20 minutes, Leo Messi and his MLS impact over the weekend. And in 40 minutes, momentous Monday. I've been sitting on this story now for more than a week because I was out last week on vacation. I can't wait to get to it coming up in 40 minutes from now. Good to be back. Good to see the smiling faces of Pete the Body Bilotti, the smiling faces of Andrew Bogish. And Pat Boyle in the executive producer chair this week. So it's good to be alive. And we begin with Trey Lance. I will be very transparent. Since the Niners drafted Trey Lance, I have been a Trey Lance stan. I have been a supporter. I've been a believer. And the reason has been that if Kyle Shanahan can do what he did with those other guys, what could he do with a quarterback with the skill set of Trey Lance? Jimmy Garoppolo was not mobile. Garoppolo did not have a big arm. Garoppolo was not blessed with high-end athleticism. And he got him to a Super Bowl and another NFC Championship game. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, last pick in the NFL draft, Last year rattled off how many wins in a row in a route to another NFC Championship game appearance. Kyle Shanahan's play calling, elite. His quarterback ability to manipulate a, a player into a role, into a scheme, 
elite and a Niners offense that has a bunch of weapons that doesn't take much to get them into space and let them do something big like Kittle, like Debo, like McCaffrey, on and on. So I have been completely supportive of you just got to give Trey Lance time. Eventually, Shanahan will figure this out, and no matter the, the rawness, the inexperience, Lance's athleticism is obvious. And yet, the experiment is over. They trade him away to the Dallas Cowboys for a fourth-round pick. And now it is simply Brock Purdy, Sam Darnold, and Lance's era in San Francisco is over. Now, there's been so much talked about with this and a lot of really, really hot takes, which I feel... Let's kind of set the record straight on Trey Lance. One thing that has been said over and over and over again since this happened and since he was demoted to the third-string QB last week was Trey Lance is the worst draft day trade ever and perhaps the biggest bust ever. Are either of these things true? It is where we begin. You're cold open. That's probably the most likely option is that he's here. If we could find a landing spot for Trey that is, you know, is a really good one for him and, you know, works for our organization, that's not something we we turn a blind eye to. But that's not where our focus is right now. That's kind of where we're at. Yeah, there's there's viable options for all players. But right now, Trey's a part of our team, and we're going to move forward with that in mind. Didn't cross my mind, period, about uh, uh, an impact here. I mean, I, I can't say that I necessarily expected it, no. Um, I understand that that's business. I understand that they're probably on a timeline. They need to get something done. And as I said, he felt like that strengthened his team. To be honest with you, I'm not surprised by anything anymore. Uh, you've been in this league eight years, been on this team. Uh, it's hard to say that I was surprised, to be honest with you. We decided on our two we're going to be that we were going with. Uh, we'll see how our 53 works out to see if we're going to keep three or not. Um, and when we told Trey, um, when we told him that he wasn't the two, I said we'd like to keep him here as the three. Um, but we also want to do what's good for him, too. And we'll see how this plays out. Now, when we looked at other teams and he told us that he would like another opportunity to go somewhere where we had a chance to be the two, um, we thought we got some good deals for him. Uh, there was a number of teams involved. To end up getting the fourth was a little better than we anticipated and clears up a lot of money and uh, allows a better situation for him, too. Yeah, really hard day. Uh, such a such a wonderful young man. Uh, you know, we took a shot and it, it didn't work out. We own that. We take accountability for it. Uh, but I think, uh, as I as I think you guys do, his story is still very much unwritten. And uh, I'm excited for Trey. Uh, Dallas stepped up and really wanted him, and uh, they came after him. And I think it's going to be a great landing spot for him. Uh, I can tell everybody it wasn't for lack of effort on Trey's part or on our part that it didn't work. Circumstances took hold, and he struggled through injuries. And this team's ready to win. And you know, we we like our quarterback room. We like Brock Purdy a lot. We like Sam Darnold, and we like Brandon Allen. So we wish Trey all the best in Dallas, and we'll always care about that young man and admire his uh, his work ethic and and the person that he is. Amazing, sensational, dramatic, heartrending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. All right, so you heard John Lynch there, courtesy of KNBR in the Bay Area, as well as NFL Network. You also heard the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones and Dak Prescott, discussing the trade. 
and the 49ers arm of audio from Kyle Shanahan. Number one, it is not the worst draft day trade or trade involving draft picks in NFL history. It is not. It is bad. It is not the worst because you still can't top trading your entire draft for Ricky Williams. That once happened for the uninitiated, perhaps the young. In 1999, the brilliant Mike Ditka traded away every single pick in the draft. All of them for running back Ricky Williams, who played three seasons in New Orleans. They gave up a lot for Trey Lance. They didn't trade their entire draft for one guy. You can't top that. So anybody that says it's the worst ever, that's hyperbole. I know that Ricky played more games for the Saints than Trey Lance did for the 49ers. But again, you need draft picks every single year to flesh out other parts of your roster. The Saints had none of that. All of those picks went to Washington. Imagine not having a pick in a draft. Number two, it's it's a it's a bad decision by the 49ers. And I'm not gonna sit here and say that, you know, it was smart because clearly it did not work out. But I think there also has to be a dose of context here. In that Trey Lance suffered from perhaps the worst run of luck that a number three overall quarterback could could go through. Number one, he comes off this brilliant season at North Dakota State. And he should go into a year coming off a season where he didn't throw an interception. He did not throw a pick in college for that season. Ran for more than a 1,000 yards, was a great passer as well, and the pandemic hit. So he did not have a final season at North Dakota State. He didn't have a – they played one game. One game during pandemic. Then he gets drafted, and there's time to sit. There's time to wait. However, he injures his thumb in his first training camp ever. So now he's on the shelf for basically his entire rookie season. Then – He gets the start. He's going to start last season. And his first start week one is in a monsoon. It's the mud bowl. There is literally no way to grade out whether he was good that day, bad that day, would have been good if it was dry out, would have been okay if it was in the dome. We have no idea. And then second start, he rips up his ankle. And then it just so happens Mr. Irrelevant turns into a great quarterback. Had Brock Purdy not been awesome, the Niners probably have the patience to try Trey Lance again this year. Maybe it's Sam Darnold instead being the starting quarterback. But they tried to trade away Jimmy Garoppolo because they did think Lance was going to be their everyday starter last year. So in some ways, Lance got screwed by just this crazy storm of events. One of them being a literal storm in week one of last year. So we don't have any idea whether he's good or not. And people assume because they traded him away for a fourth round pick, he's got to be really bad. I'm not of that camp. I know this sounds like DA. I mean, stop trying to die on this hill. But I'm not convinced he's terrible. 
he has really never played. Now, if he was better, he would have been a second-string quarterback this year, maybe even a starter. That was not the case. I'm not going to say otherwise. But for the chalking it up of he's a bum, he's a bust, this is proof, I don't see how you can say it's proof because the 49ers happened into Brock Purdy. Okay, then number three. Are we not supposed to ask teams that are close to winning Super Bowls to take some chances? Everybody looks at the Los Angeles Rams, and even though they said bleep them picks, they went for it and they won a ring, and everybody says that's all that matters. Nobody coming into the season is like, I can't believe they traded away all those picks. It wasn't worth it. They won a ring. The 49ers tried the same thing. Now, it did not work out. The Rams did. And so they'll be judged harshly for it. But you are asking teams that are close to go for it. In Jets land, if the Jets don't go out and get the people that Aaron Rodgers wants, we ask, well, why wouldn't you go the extra mile? If it works out, you get a ring. The 49ers thought they were getting a ring. They have not won one yet. Now, if they didn't make the trade, maybe they would have because then you have draft picks you could use on guys like Micah Parsons in those slots. But the flip side is they knew they were limited at quarterback, that Garoppolo was not the final answer of the puzzle, and they tried to get him. Bad assessment, but the risk is not that you go for it. The risk is when you do go for it, the guy that you pick might be bad. Okay. They traded away three first-rounders, and that's a big haul. But it's also, there's a caveat, and one of the, what they got back was a first-rounder as well, which is Trey Lance. So they trade away three first-round draft picks, but they get a first-round draft pick in return in Trey Lance. So they really punt on two. It's And that's a lot. I'm not going to say it's not. But the way that this has been kind of crafted was, it makes it more, it makes it sizzle more if you go into worst of all time, biggest bust, total clowns. He's terrible. When in reality, there's actually a lot of context to all of this, and they made a big mistake. Lance wasn't good enough, but it doesn't mean it has to be this kind of fireball of disaster because guess what? I mean, the 49ers are still a Super Bowl favorite this year. They're certainly on the short list. And if they win a ring this year, it's not like that capsized the franchise, whereas something like Ricky Williams did. I mean, it took forever for the Saints to dig themselves out of trading away every pick for a running back. So I'm just not on board with this being this massive, cataclysmic, worst of all time. He's the biggest. Now, for the Cowboys... They bought low on an asset that at one point in time they were high on. The thing is, I don't know how it really makes sense for Dallas because he's not going to see the light of day unless Dak gets injured. And if Dak gets injured, the season's over anyway. If Dak stays healthy, he's not going to see the light of day and he needs reps. So I'm not sure this is a great end result for Trey Lance either. He probably needed to go to a place where some point, if it wasn't this year, next year, you were going to have a chance to be the starting quarterback, and that's highly unlikely in Dallas. 855-212-4CBS or on Twitter, DA on CBS. When we come back here on the show, 
The Messi show continues. Has Messi already changed MLS? It's next. Glad to be back. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Happy Being Alive Day. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is great. This is like when you click around cable in 1994 and a channel is waiting for its next programming. And it says, please stay tuned for the next programming. You just watch the You just watch a pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, right. And, uh, what's coming up next? <laughs> oh, this is great. Or the channel listing. This is definitely channel listing music. Yeah. Way back when, kids, you didn't just click the guide button and see what was on. You had to click over to the the guide channel and just watch it scroll for hours. And if you just had missed the channel you were looking for, you had to wait until it came all the way back around again. The (laughs) worst. The worst feeling. This is definitely the music. This should be the theme song now to this show. Should Come please stay tuned for your regularly scheduled program. Let's <laughs> see who's hosting today. <laughs> Come out next on pay per view. One of my favorite tweets from over the week was I forget who tweeted this. Is it time to change the name of the show? Because <laughs> I was off again. <laughs> yeah, we just call it morning show. <laughs> or the show. Yeah. The show. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, something, somewhere. <laughs> we'll get a manual to do another voicer and put another name in there. <laughs> I appreciate everybody's patience here. And I heard that last week was a good week. I was able to tune in a little bit in the mornings. 
Got a little smattering, and I said to Bogues during the commercial break, sounded like Ryan Botcher had himself a day, had himself a week. Mm-hmm. Every time I tuned in, I was like, wow, another Botcher segment or another He's Botcher everywhere. anecdote or something. I like what I heard from the young kid. I'm infatuated. He's a baby. Infatuated. Um, we, I mean, there's a growing conspiracy theory because I was telling the break, this idea that he doesn't necessarily have the paperwork to confirm his identity. Perfect. Which has opened the door to... Is he, like, is he Pete in costume? Is he some kind of CGI AI creation? Is Pete somehow always here, whether it's him or Botcher? Because usually they're not here together. True. Only once have they been here together, and maybe they did that somehow just to throw us off the scent. I love that Botcher could be an AI creation. Mm Mm-hmm. A uh, new way we're handling things now. Uh, instead of <laughs> instead of hiring real people to do uh, tape op and board op, we're going to just create a- AIs all over the place. Yep. Surprisingly, that was actually me hosting last week on the show. I was <laughs> I was dressed as folks. Bogus <laughs> dressed as Peter Schwartz. <laughs> That's how we get vacation around here. <laughs> Right. Why, why would we do it? Just a regular person <laughs> takes off. But no, a different person takes off, but then stays in costume. Like... Right. And right. Just... I was off last week, yeah, was... but we said DA was off, and he came in as me. Uh-huh. And, and you were Schwartz, and you came with the smell as well. <laughs> yeah. Another thing you'd be caught up on, Bilotti not happy. Well, the week that I was in... Which I don't know. That was a month ago or so. <laughs> when was that? I don't remember. Back in June. <laughs> Pete was on a on a heater about Schwartz's stink. Yeah, and that continued. Pete came back for one day last week <laughs> and made Horrible. four references. One an hour. It's ridiculous. And well, then the, him not paying attention. Uh, just uh, we get can, it. Can I'm you describe it. this this stench? Oh no! There's <laughs> <laughs> no words. Is it like used football penny? That's that is, that hasn't been yeah, in the that, yeah. it's that in smells better. In that family. Yeah, gym, that smells better. Gym equipment closet. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> or is it like hockey a, locker room? You know. Or is it like a thousand farts just meshed into no, one? No, no. It's, it's more. It's more body stink than that. So we had a great week last week. Yeah, you had a great day last week. Pete came in for one day and was already sick and tired of Schwartz's nonsense. I did yeah. the opposite of you. I, I worked <laughs> Friday and took off the rest of the week. Okay, so the inverse of the summer Friday. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> and Schwartz was here for just two days and gave us a week's worth of content. Well, I did happen to catch Schwartz's Thirsty Thursday <laughs> toast, which <laughs> I found really, really warming. When he began with, nothing good happened in my life this week. Oh, that's exactly what this segment is for. (laughs) No free Uh, tickets this week. And let me back up. Before he said, nothing good happened in my life this week, he said, well, I I didn't prepare anything. Oh, perfect. Okay. So we knew knew the segment was coming for the entire week. Uh, Didn't prepare anything good. Mm -hmm. Then don't have anything because nothing good happened. Sent the rundown to both of his emails, by the way, personal (laughs) and company, figuring he'd see one of them with the rundown in it. Then we finally do get to what he's toasting. Like, oh, okay, what? Toasting to the Wendy's drive-thru attendant who made up for forgetting the French fries with providing two French fries when they returned to the the drive-thru. So it was once again 
a poor 15-year-old kid, 16-year-old kid making minimum wage that had to get berated by the Schwartz family because he forgot the fries. Right. That finally he did right and gave him two fries. Okay, you can get the toast, young man. Should have did it right and threw in a salad. <laughs> well, I like to have a cheeseburger. That brings us to Tuesday's trash, which okay. was the local deli that refused to serve him a small salad. They only had pre-made larges, mm-hmm. and he couldn't bring himself to eat that much roughage. <laughs> so he had, he demanded the small, and they said, "What are you talking about? Those amount those amount of greens that that would have backed them up can't." Uh. <laughs> can't do it, won't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. We'll do it live. No, but if you've got an extra bag of Biggie fries, I'm in. <laughs> Throw that in there. Roll that around in my mouth. Imagine capping your salad intake. Going, I can't have that much. No, 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 my no. body wouldn't know what to do. My Be- doctor says <laughs> only small salads. Like- being so upset about it too. I've got to watch. I've got to watch my my green intake. Small salads, biggie fries. That's right. That's the, the that's the Schwartz that's, way too. That's and the then magic. the salad he's proud of has five buffalo wing bites on top of it. Yeah, real healthy. <laughs> just just get rid of the salad then. Yeah. The, the chicken and the blue cheese dressing <laughs> not my concern. What but that's we, too much lettuce, people. What are we doing? Really? You can barely see the lettuce below the buffalo chicken bites (laughs) mounted on top. A house house salad for the Schwartz family is whatever leftover food is in the house. (laughs) (laughs) The Bilotti slap at the desk. Seal of approval. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever is left in the house is the house salad. Looks like we got pepperoni, some old potato salad, <laughs> a <of> chips, <laughs> chipotle mayo, <laughs> some Moe's mayo too. <laughs> Throw some butterfinger shavings on the top. Oh, Olives from three Super Bowls ago. <laughs> Stick of butter and some of the brown That's the from the salad. Stick of butter. <laughs> That's the salad. And some of the brown from the barbecue that they had on the Super Bowl. <laughs> some of the brown. I'm a little yellow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, over the weekend, was this Friday or Saturday at uh, Red Bull Arena? Saturday night. Saturday. Saturday night. Inter Miami, Messi's MLS debut. He's been playing, obviously, against MLS competition, but that was technically League's Cup, right? Which was an in season tournament involving both MLS teams and Mexicans' first league teams. He ended up playing a lot of MLS opponents in that tournament, but there was not an actual MLS game in there. And so this was his MLS debut. He did not start for Miami, made it in in the, what, 75th minute or something like that, 85th I think, minute? It was I think he came in the 60th. 60, oh, 60th yeah. minute, okay. So he comes into the second half. He plays the final half hour or so. Miami's already leading one one nothing, And here is Messi in the 89th minute, uh, right before the end of, of regulation. Robinson leans Busquets over to Jordi Alba. What a touch. Messi to his right. He keeps it on his left, of course. Oh, what a ball to Kamaski. Oh! to Messi. He could not leave New York without a goal. Number 11 in Miami. 
first official Major League Soccer goal sails three points for Inter Miami. MLS and Apple TV on the call. It's a pretty cool goal because it's set up by Messi's playmaking in the middle of the box. He basically threads the needle for a give and go by turning around two defenders, then perfectly sliding a lead pass to his right. It comes back to when he finishes it off. So it's kind of classic Messi. And it's pretty amazing that he just keeps delivering every single game that he plays a goal or an epic moment. And it is, it is, Incredible because every time now he he takes the field, you are just waiting for him to do something great. Now, clearly, the level of competition and uh, level of competition in MLS is not what it has been for Messi the rest of his his career. So he's kind of a man amongst boys in some ways in this, but he's also an all time great. He's brilliant. His playmaking is brilliant. His scoring is brilliant. His touch is brilliant, and you're seeing this uh, put on showcase every time he plays. What is amazing is that for an Regular Red Bulls inter Miami match that doesn't involve Messi. Tickets are available. Now, I've been to Red Bull Arena for Red Bulls games. It's a wonderful soccer specific stadium. It's a really cool facility. They have a good fan base, but it's unlikely this game would be sold out. It is a Saturday night. It is August. Kids are off of school. It was a nice night, but still, unlikely this is sold out. So good seats, certainly available. And if you sat in the nosebleeds upper deck, my guess is you might spend 20 bucks, 15 bucks to be up there if there was no Messi. For this match, tickets were going on the open, on the secondary market for up to $1,000. So think about just the value of going to see Messi. It's unlike anything MLS has ever seen, including Beckham. And an entire stadium that is there to see Messi doesn't see him until the 60th minute. And when he does get in, they're down to the 89th minute, and yet they still walk away with the, oh, my God, we got to see Messi score. So everybody that has seen him in person so far has been delivered the moment. And the ticket prices are now through the roof. And... It is kind of extraordinary because he is such a showcase traveling show that is delivering every single time. And I think, you know, if you're a dad and you brought your son or daughter to see Messi and you're you're plunking down two grand to see a regular season MLS game, the league has changed. It has changed. Now, it might only change temporarily as he plays, but it has changed. In that way, it has changed because it is such a must-see show, and the demand is so incredibly high. Now, remember, when Pele comes across to play for the Cosmos, they play in Giant Stadium where there's 75,000 seats. These are 25,000-seat stadiums. But the demand is so through the roof, and he is delivering on all of the hope and expectations that it is unlike anything they have ever seen. And it is extraordinary. It is totally extraordinary. Yes, he is playing at a level that... You know, he can kind of toy with the opponents in some ways. At the same time, you're getting to see one of the all-time greats still do great things. And there's certainly a level of awe in playing with him and against him that a lot of these guys are going through and they're admitting it, that they just can't believe they're playing against him. So maybe that's part of this. But Bogues, I mean, this the messy story is, is extraordinary because it it is paying dividends times 10 of what MLS hoped was the best-case scenario. The only thing we don't know yet concretely is... 
how many more people have bought the MLS package on Apple TV to watch him play right. these games. But, I mean, he's played, is it 12 games now or 11 games now? And he has eight goals and four assists. They've won all of them. And it started with a walk-off free kick goal. The other night in the other tournament they're playing in, he had a beautiful pass at the buzzer basically to set up a goal to tie it and then scored his own PK as they went after that. It's not just that he should have been playing well. As you said, he's putting these singular moments together on top of just overall success. In these 11 games, if this was Messi's entirety of his MLS career, you could string together a pretty damn good highlight reel. Right. And this is his first 11 games. Yes. First 11 joining midseason, like just yeah. jumping on a club, brought two or three of his buddies from Europe, and they're basically running the lead. The one thing I said last week is I don't, I don't know how somewhere deep down inside this isn't an indirect knock on MLS competition that they're this much better than everybody else that's been that's in the league normally. Now some of the, now they're also not scoring four goals a game. The other night it was one one. This was only two nothing. But it's just it's remarkable that they're just kind of messing around and scoring these beautiful goals at huge moments. And he hasn't lost yet. And also Inter Miami is really bad. Yeah. And so he joined them and they became a force. Right. And they're having these exquisite moments. Boyle, I know you're a big soccer fan. It doesn't surprise me that Messi is really effective in MLS. I think what surprises me is that it is transferred to the general public so much, so quickly, that a game against the Red Bulls, the tickets are going for $1,000 a pop, and it is selling out. Yeah. I, that's yeah, – I, we talk about it all the time, how we, we don't – we're not a big f- – country for soccer and you see it's the number one global sport so um i i think the diversity that we have here in this country that when the sport does come here and you get literally probably the greatest player of all time to play the sport i think by the time his career is done the fact that he won the world cup last year you can say that without mo you know really most much of an argument on the other side anymore uh yeah you see the the growing popularity of the sport here you see how enormous the sport obviously is overseas, how much it is for other heritages and other other countries, so that when Messi does come here, even in meaningless games that he was playing in League's Cup or whatever, now he makes, he makes his MLS debut. And I was getting texts from people, uh, you know, because I live in Hoboken, New Jersey, which is 20 minutes from Red Bull Stadium in, in Harrison, New Jersey, and I had people sending me text messages. I think Inter Miami, the team, was staying at the W in Hoboken, so they shut down basically half of the block right on on the Hudson River, the street that the hotel is on. And you had people lined up. for There must have been a minimum 500 to 1,000 people lined up hoping to see him come out of the hotel, which there's no way he was walking out of the front door of the hotel. They probably put him on the team bus and it came out of the garage, and that was probably it. You never saw him. So, And then I, you know, I put in the topic sheet. These these folks were pretty close to not seeing him at all because there was doubt of whether or not he was going to play. He comes on in the 60th minute, which I guess was enough to, you know, make justify paying a thousand dollars for a ticket. And then, like you said, of course, you get the 89th minute capper, the goal which he sets up himself to make it all worth it. It's just you know you keep saying how can he top it, and he keeps doing it. Yeah. Again, given that the level of competition is not what what he's ever seen before. Playing for Barcelona, playing for P in Paris, playing in the best you know the best teams in Europe. But again, it's not like he's forty two and he's just you know 
just kind of giving us a tap-in goal every now and then. He is still the best player on the field by far, and he's dominating since he came here. It's 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 sure. more than impressive. Yep. Did you discuss the bodyguard the last time you were here? No. He's got oh, this. That, like, that's phenomenal. Yeah, he's former Navy SEAL bodyguard that's with him all the time. He walks the sideline with the game because they're afraid of people running on the field, and it's already happened once. But he follows the action during the game, and then the second the game's over, he's on his hip and he follows them everywhere he goes. He's even at the facility when, like when they practice during the day. They have extra security on the outside because people are just going to barge in to meet him. It's insane. It's insane. And Beckham validated and stabilized MLS, but this is really the Beatles. This is yeah. a star that is so bright and is so captivating. And now the league is stabilized with cool facilities, cool stadiums, cool jerseys. It's cool now. So the messy effect has already dramatically changed MLS. Andrew Bogish has headlines. And they're sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. 215-592. Uh, excuse me. 855-592-0. I get the number. Uh, I got callers on the line, so it doesn't really matter. You know the number. You've already checked in. And just like that, the NFL preseason is <laughs> done for the day. The Texans and Saints closed it out in New Orleans last night with C.J. Stroud finding the end zone for the first time this summer. Under center is Stroud. Pierce, the lone back. Play action. Stroud to throw. Throws to the end zone. That is complete to number 12, Nico Collins for the touchdown on the near side. They are excited on Saints Radio. Ooh. The Texans <laughs> rookie QB completing one other pass in four tries for 16 total yards. The score was his final throw of the night after the 17-13 win over the Saints. D'Amico Ryan finally officially said that Stroud is his starting QB, but the work continues. You know, we're not where we need to be as a team overall. We all have to continue to get better, and it's just having a mindset to do that. And CJ, just along with all our other guys, know that we have to get better in that regard. By tomorrow afternoon, all NFL teams must be at 53 players. The Bears releasing QB P.J. Walker, so either Nathan Peterman or D2 mm. rookie Tyson Badgent will back up Justin Fields. And Dolphins rookie receiver Daywood Davis is out of the hospital back in Miami after Saturday night's scary head injury in Jacksonville. The game called with eight minutes left. Davis is now in the league's concussion protocol. College football, Arizona State self-imposing a postseason <laughs> ban for this season as the NCAA continues to investigate multiple serious recruiting infractions under former head coach Herm Edwards. Baseball last night, the Giants outscored the Braves 8-5, avoiding a three-game sweep. Simone Biles won her record eighth U.S. gymnastics all-around title last night. She only returned to competition three weeks ago after a two-year break. The Phoenix Mercury will not make the WNBA playoffs for the first time since 2012 after losing to the Wings yesterday, 77-74. Ten years was the longest active postseason streak in the league and tied for the second longest ever. Victor Hovland surviving a mini-challenge from Xander Schauffele to win the Ooh. Tour Championship by five shots. He also wins the FedEx Cup and its $18 million check. Wow. And El Segundo, California won the Little League Baseball World Series wow. 6-5 over Curacao. 
on Lewis Lappy's walk-off solo blast. Very uncomfortable conversation, by the way, I had last night at dinner. I told my dad, because he watches golf, I said, yeah, Hovland ran away with the tour championship. My aunt goes, who's that? I was like, I, sh- I-, I had the notification, so they had his picture. I showed her. She goes, oh, he's hot. I go, okay, dinner's over. Your mom said that. My aunt. Oh, your aunt. But better your aunt than your mom. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> She's Still like uncomfortable tw- is what you're like saying? At least twice his age. She goes, I'll be a cougar. I was like, please stop. Wow, so the boils don't fall far from the tree. All- <laughs> they really don't. So this comes from your mom's side. <laughs> That's my dad's sister. Oh, okay. From your dad's side. Just a bunch of aggressive <laughs> go to town. alphas that go out and... <laughs> Clean up on the town. Yeah. What were you having for dinner? You just like turkey legs, just all ripping it off. <laughs> all right. Huge yeah. steins of beer. Where's that Hovland kid? <laughs> Bring him to me. <laughs> the bed reinforced. Let's go. Jeez. Whoa. <laughs> what happens? Show the hole in one. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got seed to spread? <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, it's a momentous Monday. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Smiling like little Mo every morning. It's a momentous Monday. Hey, every day can be a better day despite the challenge. All you gotta do is leave it better than you found it. It's gonna get difficult to stand but hold your balance. I just say whatever because there is no way you're grounded. <laughs> <laughs> I just think people should know that if you stay positive, everything will be fine. You just eat, drink, and breathe positive thoughts. That's all you got to do, and everything will be good. Well, my man, Little Mo, of course, is a huge Orioles fan, was a huge Orioles fan. I'm sure he's still looking down, watching his O's, and he has inspired this momentous Monday segment. And I want to take you back to Baltimore where a gentleman named Lee Sassy is a legend. He is 101 years old. He was part of the American forces in World War II, and he has collected every Baltimore Oriole Topps baseball card since their inception in Baltimore in 1954. Tops honored him recently on a day that he threw out the first pitch at Camden Yards with his own baseball card. Here is the video that cameras caught one of his, I believe, one of his family members introducing him to the card set that Tops made for him. Okay. There's something special that that Tops has done. I hope this, I hope this might be your favorite card in time. Right. They okay. made this special for you. Okay. Oh boy. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't believe this. Yeah, <laughs> oh, boy. It's something else. <laughs> you got your own car now, Grandpa. Yeah. All right. Wow. We got a set of 101 for you guys to take with you. Oh boy. <laughs> That's a, that's a special player there. Yeah, I see could, that. Could he hit? Uh, yeah, I see that. That's my that's my World War II picture. They took his World War II photo and put it on a card that was inspired 
by the 1951 set. So it is just one of the coolest cards you'll ever see. And they made him 101 of these cards because he's 101 years old. Now think about the life that Lee Sassy has led. Fighting in World War II, living to see 101 years old, throwing out the first pitch at a baseball game, collecting Orioles cards, every single one of them, for 60 years, 70 years, and now having Topps create a baseball card set in his image, in his honor. The video just really caught me, and I just was enamored with it, and I tweeted this out, and it got a lot of run on social media, and I just think Topps deserves a huge round of applause for doing this, and just Lee Sassy is an incredible American hero and an American story, and I just got the chills watching the video the first time around and every time that I see it and playing that audio as well, so... This story is one of the coolest things I've seen in a long time and wanted to share that with you guys on Momentous Monday. When we come back, the Steph versus Magic debate that raged last week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.